That is a request in itself, isn't it? Amen. Today's scripture comes from Acts. Um, We will be going through the first eight verses of this particular portion of scripture, this book, and it reads, In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day he was taken up to heaven. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen, after his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom of Israel? He replied, it is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses to Jerusalem, to all in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up towards heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee. Why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This Jesus who has uh, been taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. The word of God for the people of God. I said the first eight verses. We're going to go 11. Forgive me. Let us pray. Most gracious God, Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your promises. We thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. In this particular portion of Scripture, we have walked a a long way. We have uh, seen Jesus live a spotted life as he he healed the sick, as he raised the dead, as he taught his disciples, as he had done all the things that were promised in the Scriptures of the Old Testament. We we saw them falsely accuse Jesus of, of, of sins that were not his own as he died on the cross for you and for me and for many. We, we saw uh, the, the, the trial and the torture. We saw him, him, him die on that cross. We, we saw them pull him off and put him in a borrowed tomb. We, 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 we heard that they sealed the tomb so that no tampering would be allowed. But all of a sudden, in three days, just as he said... The stone was rolled away and he was resurrected. We have talked about the many days that have gone before this time where he has walked with his disciples, even when they were not knowing it was him, where he has talked with them, where he has eaten with them, where Jesus has continued to teach and show them things that they had not previously seen. And we arrive here where Luke is essentially saying, hey, this is now the point in time where Jesus is going to leave us. 
where, where Jesus is, is not physically going to be here anymore. But, but, but in looking at this, we, we understand that Jesus has already shown us a lot of things. Jesus has already taught us a lot of things. Jesus has not only proved that, that he is a, a prophet, but he proved that he was the Messiah. He has walked with us. He has talked with us. It is, it is said uh, uh, that, that over 500 people have seen the resurrected Jesus already. And, and, and now uh, we are, are in a place where he says that he is going to be carried up, but there is this Holy Spirit that will come as our comforter, this Holy Spirit that will come and empower us, this Holy Spirit that is the fulfillment of yet another promise that we will receive not many days from now. I imagine that the disciples uh, kind of looked at them, uh, each other uh, and during some of the parts of, of this declaration as Jesus said that they would witness to Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and even to the ends of the, the earth thinking, uh, uh, Jerusalem, is they, they kind of persecuted you, and Judea, they didn't accept you, and Samaria... Of course, you know, you, you did some different things, but they typically don't like us. And the end of the earth, even to Rome, that, that, that seems big. But he says to go and wait. And then at the end of the, this particular portion of Scripture, we find Jesus ascending into heaven. There are a few things that we can learn from this. There are a few things that we can gather from the words that are written on this page. There are a, a few things that I believe that Jesus is trying to get to us. The first thing is this, as Jesus is ascending into heaven, he, he, he grants us the Holy Spirit. And he says that the Holy Spirit will empower us to witness. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide us into all truth. The, the Holy Spirit will, 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 will reveal to us things in the Word of God that had not previously been revealed. It is the Holy Spirit. Spirit that, that, that will propel us forward, that will allow us the ability to live out our charge and that great commission to go ye therefore. It is the Holy Spirit that, that we will, we will gather. Now in this, this portion of scripture it says that even as Jesus instructed, uh, gave instructions through the Holy Spirit to the, the apostles whom he had chosen, he, he, he literally tells them that the Holy Spirit is strong enough to empower even the best of us while we are here. He tells us that, that the Holy Spirit is, is something that we all need in order to move forward. He, he reminds us that even on our best day, what we have in our hands of ourselves is not good enough to do what God has called us to do. We, it, it, it is a reminder that, that even in the midst of hard times that He has not left us by ourselves, it is a reminder that the Holy Spirit is a gift that we all need. The Scripture tells us that God's promises are real. It not only tells us that all the things that have been spoken about Jesus and His coming are real, but it also speaks to the fact that, that, that God has promised never to leave us, and yet we have this Spirit that is with us. He, he, he has promised that Jesus would be uh, with us and be resurrected, and that is true. And now we see Jesus ascending into heaven, which is even more a declaration of God's goodness and God's mercy and God's promises being fulfilled. We, we find in this time frame, 
claim that, that, that God's promise to us is, is that he will walk with us and he will talk with us and he will let us know that he loves us. The songwriter says, and he walks with me and he talks with me and he lets me know that I am his child and the joys we share as we tarry there, no other, no other will know. It is a Jesus that, 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 that even though He ascends to the Father does not leave us by ourselves. It is a Jesus that although He ascends does not leave us powerless. It is a Jesus that not only gives us a charge, but empowers us to live that charge to the fullest. It is a Jesus that, that, that has done everything that we, that He is asking us to do. And then some, it is a Jesus that has mirrored the love, the compassion, and the grace that, that we are to hold on to, it is a Jesus that we all need. And this promise of the Holy Spirit coming, as we read ahead, and I was trying not to go ahead, but it is what it is. As we read ahead, what we find is that when the the, 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 the Holy Spirit came and it was like a mighty rushing wind and all of a sudden these, these, these different tongues emerged and, and people were able to hear the good news in their language and they said, what is this? How does this happen? Let's really begin to talk about it. And in, in talking about the Holy Spirit, too often all we talk about is the tongue. But what we forget is that the Holy Spirit empowers us to live. And so if you are a follower of the Most High God and you claim that the Holy Spirit dwells within you, but your life hasn't changed, you may have some questions to answer. You see, it's the Holy Spirit that convicts you in places where you know that you're wrong. It is the Holy Spirit that propels you into situations that, that you yourself didn't expect to be able to go into. It is the Holy Spirit in those times where you don't know what to say that, that, that instructs you on just the right thing to say even when you don't quite realize what you said. It is the, the Holy Spirit that allows you to walk in truth to talk in truth, and to be the ambassadors, the witness of God in this earth. We are empowered. We are empowered. The question is, empowered for what? The Great Commission says to go ye therefore. Making disciples of all people, groups of all nations, of, of all nationalities, of all genders, of, of, of all people. Baptizing them into the full reality of who God is. Of our own strength and our own knowledge and our own ability and our own direction. We cannot fully live up to that charge. But if we will lean into the guidance of the Holy Spirit, if we will remember the words of Jesus, if we will rest in the promises of God, I assure you that every step that you take in this journey called life will, will begin to be a fulfillment of that great commission even when you don't open your mouth. Because just your very living uh, ex exhibits the love that Christ has shown for his church. Just your living uh, shows the grace 
and the measure of grace that has been introduced into this world, just your living says that, that, that there should be different, something different when I walk into a room because I don't know what it is about him. I don't know what it is about her. But when she comes in, uh, there's a joy that enters with them. And I want some of that. There is a, a, a difference that should be felt just by your presence. Because God is with you, because the Holy Spirit dwells within you, it says that we are baptized in the Holy Spirit. We are immersed in the Holy Spirit. We are covered in the Holy Spirit. Every part of our lives is touched by the Holy Spirit. So what that means is no matter where you go, no matter what, where, where you find yourself, the Holy Spirit is right there with you. And so I would say if you ever feel powerless in the situation because you have been immersed in the Holy Spirit. It is a simple request, Lord, grant me the strength in this situation to do what you have called me to do. If you ever feel overwhelmed in a situation because you have been immersed in the Holy Spirit, you can understand that all everything isn't for me to do. But God, if you will show me the thing that I've been called to in this moment, I will do that because the Holy Spirit dwells within you. When you walk into a place that seems scary, you can be at peace because you know you don't walk alone. It is the Holy Spirit that empowers you not only to preach the gospel, not only to tell of the good news, not only to be bold in your statement, not only to be courageous in your steps, but also to be exactly who God called you to be and the promise that God called you to live out in your life. Where we are right now, I urge you not to discount. There is a lot of things happening in this earth, a lot of things happening in this country, a lot of things happening in our community. Amen. Pastor Elaine said that that we need to be in a place of prayer for all those that are affected by the shooting in the elementary school. We have uh, uh, said that we need to be in prayer for, for our governmental leaders as they embark upon new decisions and things that they have not uh, necessarily come up against before. We, we have been in prayer for, for those that have been affected by uh, the pandemic and the new uh, diseases, the pox and all that stuff that is coming out. But, but what I, I want you to, to realize is that your prayers have weight and they have power. But while you are praying, there are still people next to you that are hurting that could that could benefit from hearing your voice. There are still people that are around you that serve in those capacities. And though you are praying for them, if you would share the good news with them in a courageous uh, uh, means, even if they don't want to hear you, that could be very beneficial to the call that God has placed on their lives. There are still people that are connected via social media, your Facebook, your Instagrams, your telephones, your cell phones, your, your text messages, your Twitter fingers that, that could benefit from, from what God has placed in you. So the real question is, with all that you know, and with all that you have been charged to do, and with the power that, that Jesus has left for us even in today's age, what are we doing with it? Are our lives different? Are our communities different? Is our state different? 
Is our nation different? Are we playing our part? That took a turn, didn't it? The songwriter says that he walks with me like he walked with the disciples. He talks with me and he tells me that I am his own and the joys we share while we tarry there, no other will know. In that relationship, there is a power dynamic that is developed that many don't really have. How many of us have taken the time to go to our proverbial garden and to pray and to tarry with Jesus? How many of us on a daily basis make time to to sit and allow the Holy Spirit to instruct and guide our lives? How many of us truly rely on the God of our salvation to get us through versus us relying on our own hands. I know this is taking a turn. I know this isn't the happy joy, joy message it started with. But what I need you to understand is this. We have work to do, and it starts today. And if God has left us a source of power, then we have to use it. If God has given us everything that we need to move and to, to, to be all that he called us to be, we have to move and be that. If God saw it enough to send his son to die for our sins and to give us everything that we need for the journey that is before us, let us walk that journey out well. Let us not only be empowered so that we can say that we are strong, but let's strengthen our brothers. Let's strengthen our communities. Let's, let's strengthen all that we come in contact with because on this day, our Jesus has ascended to God our Father and now sits on the right hand. And while we wait for his return, he is requiring us to work in the vineyard. He is requiring us to do what he has placed in our hands to do while we wait. He is requiring us to live our charge, empowered by the source, by the Holy Spirit in which he left for us. It is our time to show up as God has called us to show up. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.